Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. The best part of waking up is Falcons versus the Jets in London. The lighter side of football. I'm stinking believable. This is All Pro Lines with your hosts, Kostaki Economopoulos and Aaron Hodges. You want to crown them? Then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. Cardinals battered the Rams, the Bills blanked the Texans, the Ravens and Broncos are very upset with each other, and the Giants took their very first steps towards a Super Bowl title. That's the one, that's a double. First and goal from the New Orleans 6 as Barkley takes it to the goal line, he's in! Giants win in overtime! Saquon Barkley from 6 yards out. The New York Giants complete their comeback. Giants, there you go. baby! Giants win! Giants are off the stud. Giants and Falcons both one and three. Whee! Whee! <laughs> Welcome into All Pro Lines, everybody. Kostaki Economopoulos, Aaron Hodges. What's up? How are you, buddy? You're, you're happy with your team? Put it together? I'm happy my team showed a lot of life. You know, they, they battled and they came back from an 11-point deficit. And um, I, listen, I don't want to take full credit for it, but I think I did some kind of voodoo magic on Jameis Winston because I ate some crab legs this week. So I think I, that kind of reversed, you know, the voodoo that he has on the W, you know. So I think what <laughs> I'm going to do what happened. from now on is probably try to eat something that has to do with our – uh, the Giants' upcoming opponent. Oh, I guess I'm taking a, a something from the the Jets' tailgate, right? That's right. The Jets' tailgate we went to was sideways rain for ten hours. They there was a uh, there was a very cool Jets fan table that they always make the food of the opponent, and they had a bunch of Southern food for playing the Falcons, and uh, they shared it with us. They had a couple things that were great, and then they had some things that were like I've never even heard of this. <laughs> <laughs> But that, that's a great tradition, you know, like when they play the Ravens, they eat crab, when they play the Patriots, they have lobster rolls or whatever, you know, like that's kind of a fun, that's a good way to do it. That's a good shtick. I like that. Yeah, maybe I'll try that. We'll see. You should do that. You should try it. My team's terrible at football. I, don't, I figured out that's why they're hard to watch. They're not good at football. That's the problem. <laughs> the key to watch. They're watchability. good with the logo. The logo is good. The stadium is good. The marketing is good. It's the football that need to that needs to be improved. But they have good players. They have Cordaro Patterson, who's like that guy's I fun mean, to watch. Come on, All man! Right. Was the whole league misusing him for six, seven years? I guess six, seven feels like longer. Feels like a decade. How long has he been around? I'm gonna guess it's about seven years. Because he was almost a wide receiver thing in fantasy, and then he disappeared, and then he then he bounced around, and he finally landed. And I mean, he's arguably got Hall of Fame credentials as a kick returner, right? And now he's a running back slash pass catcher character mm-hmm. slash character in the backfield for the Falcons. I don't know. I feel like 
they wanted him to be, uh, you know, they wanted the other guy to be a thing and he's not a thing. So they found this guy. He's right. like, I don't know. Good for him. He's fun. Uh, this, the highlights are ridiculous. He's fun to watch. So they got him. They got Kyle Pitts. They got Calvin Ridley. Mike Davis had an awesome run. He ran a couple people over on his way to the end zone. Did you see that one? Yes, I did. I, I, I feel like the team wanted Mike Davis to be the answer to all these questions, and then some Kyle Pitts, and then neither one of them have really blown us away. And Corderell is like this weird throwaway composite of those two. And here he is, you know? So, hey, why not? Little uh, little comeback. Little comeback. He's good for him. It is good like for it. him, man. I, I, you know, and uh, Mike Davis did the Dirty Bird uh, for a celebration. Did you see that? I did see that. <laughs> I love that. I love it. How old is Mike Davis? I mean, how can he even? How would he even know what that is? That's that goes way back. I guess it's been revived since. But I mean, Jamal Anderson. I feel like I was on the cusp a, of adulthood. You know, it's, Jamal Anderson's been a minute. That was the Super Bowl against Elway. It was that era. Mm-hmm. So it's been a while. That's 20 years, maybe more. Yeah. 30? So he's probably a little bit younger than me. He's probably around 30, right-ish, Mike Davis. He's an old-ish running back. I'll buy that, 28. Yeah. That'd be a good guess. Yeah. Okay. So I think that he definitely was paying attention to football when the Dirty Bird was happening. <laughs> I love it. I, I love it. I got a great quiz for you today. I've, I'm excited about it, actually. Okay. This is the first quiz I've been like, oh, I can't wait to do this. Well, that'll be interesting to get to that. That's not true. I have a few of them. I, there were a couple over the summer that I was looking really forward to. We did the, uh, is it an NFL, current NFL player or member of my family? That was a fun quiz. That was a good one. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you... I. We could go to a quiz now if you want. You want to do the quiz up front? There's no rules here. Let's do it. They don't make us do rules. Let's do the quiz right now. Okay, and then we'll talk about the weekend that was. All right, we're diving into the quiz. All right, all right, kids. Put your thinking caps on. It's quiz time. <laughs> we ended up writing some jokes about, uh, basically, on uh, on the All Pro Lines account, we put... Uh, possible nicknames for the Atlanta Falcons defense. And it, and it was fun. Like my first one was Gossamer Curtain. You know, it was that kind of thing, right? So it got me thinking about actual little nicknames that we have. So I've got like six or eight of these nicknames, and you tell me what they are. We'll start off with a couple that I think you'll know, and then we'll get a little more challenging. You ready? I think so. But if you start with Gossamer Curtain, we're in bad shape. Oh, no. Okay. The Steel <laughs> Curtain. What, what does that refer to in football lore? Oh, that's the Steelers' defense in the seventies. That's exactly right. Nailed it! Ding, ding, ding! That's Le- that's Legion of Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Legion of Boom. That's the the defense for the Seattle Seahawks in the early two thousands. That's correct. Cam Chancellor, Earl Thomas, Richard Sherman. All that's right, we're going further back. This one. This one, this is one of the best nicknames ever. The greatest show on turf. That's the offense of the St. Louis Rams. Correct. Uh, in the late nineties. Yeah, I'm going to say two thousand ish. So the very end of the of the nineties, and then like the very beginning of the two thousands. Kurt Warner, Marshall Falk, Isaac Bruce, Tory Holt. Yeah, uh, yeah, they were nasty. That was, Steven that Jackson. That was a hell of a – and they they had a a giant spread in the Super Bowl against the Patriots for the beginning of the Patriots dynasty. Yep. Nobody thought we could stop the greatest show on turf. All right, now it's going to get a little harder. The Electric Company. Oh. No. This is a cool one that I did not know. I, I'm going to say the defense for the Detroit Lions. Oh, that sounds good. This is the uh, the O line in the seventies for the Bills because they turned on the juice. <laughs> the electric company turned on the juice. <laughs> when uh, when I was a child, I'll tell you a quick uh, story from the childhood. Uh, my friend and I we 
we made our own t-shirts uh, by by drawing on white plain t-shirts with <laughs> black sharpie, and the shirt. This is during like O.J. Simpson trial era, right? <laughs> so, my town of Lakehurst, New Jersey, has a parade, and everybody Fourth of July parade. They they march down the main street, and my friend and I joined the back of this parade with our custom t-shirts and the t-shirt that he made for me that I wore was something with like an orange in an electric chair and it said <laughs> don't juice the juice <laughs> like don't give OJ the electric chair <laughs> for those at home you know <laughs> and, how old were you? I mean, we must have been like 13 or something like that, <laughs> 14, 15. I don't know. That's funny. My first memory of the juice was that, uh, not my first memory, but like a very vivid one. It was my first middle week on the road. Like I was just beginning to be a professional comedian. It was just starting to happen. And the white Bronco chase, and I was like, I... I have to have five minutes on this tomorrow or I'm yeah. not a comedian. I, right. You know, who am I? If I'm not, if I can't write jokes about this, I should just quit the business. And I remember sitting in the bar watching this, like, I don't know what the angle is. I have no idea what to write about. I remember being terrified by this new world that I was in where there was going to be a gigantic news story every, you know, every month or so. And I was going to have to build a new act every time. <laughs> now it's almost like counterculture to not follow those trends, right? They just hone in on one thing specific, right? Yeah, it's funny. It's yeah. funny that I was panicked by it. All right, here we go. The Smurfs. This is another hard one. Oh, oh, the Smurfs is the nickname? Uh-huh. I feel like this is the Buffalo Bills as well. This is the Redskins receiving core in the 80s. Oh. They had three very short receivers. Like Garrett Clark and Brown were 5'7", five, 5'8", five, and the tall one was 5'10". Yeah, I do sort of remember that. They called them Smurfs. Here we go. No name defense. You can get this one, I think. No name defense. No, I got I got nothing, man. I got nothing on that. <laughs> <laughs> the Dolphins in the 70s went undefeated in 1972, and they had no like recognizable stars on defense. And apparently uh, Tom Landry was interviewed about them the year prior and couldn't name a single one of them. So they became the no-name defense. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Uh, the no-fly zone. Two more of these. The no-fly zone. That feels recent. Um, mm -hmm. That, I, uh, it's, I mean, it's definitely a defense. <laughs> Can you imagine yep. an offense named themselves? <laughs> 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 That's bad branding. We only run the ball. That's the Tennessee Titans this year. The no yeah. fly zone. Yeah, yeah. Uh <laughs> let's let's just say that's gonna be um your apartment right now. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, I don't I don't know. Let me just take a guess. Can you, can you give me the year-ish? I think I can get it if you give me the year-ish. It's 2015, and I have one more hint if you need it. Um, sure, I'll take it. There's a connection to this show. To this show. Oh, okay. That's going to be the uh, Denver Broncos? <laughs> That's correct. Yes! Von Miller and Akeem Tlaib headlined the No Fly Zone. Yes! <laughs> well done. And one more. This is way before either of our – well, it's not technically, but it's before your time. The Killer Bees, which I always heard this and I never knew what it was. That's the uh, the the triangle of Big Ben, Antonio Brown, and Le'Veon Bell. That's correct, but that's not what I'm asking. That's the reboot. Oh, that was a nickname prior, which they sort of reused for that thing that happened recently. Oh. But this is an old school nickname from way back. Okay. You get partial credit because oh. that is also the answer. Thank you. Thank you. So what's the real <laughs> answer then? But there was an original Killer Bees. Six of their 11 starters had B names. Bumhauer, Blackman, Barnett. 
it was the 82 Dolphins. Oh. Were the killer bees. Okay. All right. That's a perfect name, you know? Like uh, some of their big stars were guys with bee names. It's kind of clever, right? I think so. So that's the quiz for today, which segues us pretty nicely into the jokes if we want to do that. Again, we're a little out of order, but I'm ready if we're ready. We're ready. The two-minute drill. The two-minute drill is brought to you by Daily Comedy News. It's what's happening 10 minutes a day, seven days a week. Daily Comedy News, wherever get you podcasts. Daily Comedy News is great. Go check them out. Um, all right, so the basic premise was well, the Falcons gave up 34 points at, to uh-huh. Taylor Heineke. All right, not cracking the top 25 best quarterbacks in the world right now. Uh-huh. 34 points, I, including I a think, late touchdown. I think he's in the There's conversation. There's more resistance in the banners <laughs> <laughs> that high school teams run through, right? The, the, the Falcons' defense is terrible. So I asked for nicknames for the Falcons' defense, and I ended up writing most of these because I just thought this was a funny exercise. <laughs> <laughs> the Gossamer Curtain, the Legion of Gloom, the Welcoming Committee, the Red Sea Defense, the Defense Rest, the Straw Man, the Paper Tiger, the Broken Condom. You see where we're going here? <laughs> yeah, I got it. <laughs> this defense is bad. The Yield Sign, because, you know, they slow you down, but they don't try. They don't stop you. Yeah, yeah. Just proceed with caution. Uh, the Red Cape. They're like a matador, you see. Uh-huh. The Afghan Army. The itty bitty quitty committee. <laughs> these and these two were uh, were written. These are my two favorites. That people sent in. Ray Bradbury wrote the Atlanta Rhythm Method, which I think is <laughs> clever on like two levels. And uh, Kurt Young set the Caliendo defense because it's a funny impression of a defense. Nice, <laughs> without actually being a defense. Uh, the only way at this point to like the Falcons is to get COVID and lose your sense of taste. That's <laughs> the Falcons gave up a 101-yard kickoff return. Usually a chase that long in Georgia involves moonshine, a cousin, and a pecan log. Uh, or the or the Duke boys or a black Trans Am and Jackie Gleason. The pecan log is having uh, a moment here. On all pro Pecan, lines. Right. Real and somebody resurgence. else reminded me, uh, bull peanuts. Have you ever had bull peanuts? No, I don't think so. Okay, we've had peanuts. Like you go to a ball game and you shell the peanuts like full in a shell. Okay. But instead of them being dry, they're soaking wet. You never had those? But the shells are soaking wet? Yeah, the whole thing. The shell is wet and you peel them and they're, they're like little tiny red potatoes. That you boil them in this giant vat with salt water, and then you sell them on the side of the highway, and you usually buy them in like a little Ziploc bag or a little paper bag, um, and they're soaking wet. They're like, um, yeah, they really are like tiny red potatoes. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I've ever seen that before. Yeah, that's a very Georgia thing. That would be a thing that I might have to send you if your team could beat the Falcons, <laughs> which they can't. <laughs> I, I so you don't get gotta, to try it again. I got to. I don't know. I have access to them here. I don't know how to get them here either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll get you your. Pork Usually, roll. you buy them from a three hundred pound, uh, uh, very southern gentleman cooking them on the side of the road. Yeah, that feels like a tailgating situation. Yeah, somebody's got a bag of nuts. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. All right, but we're burying the lead here. Tom Brady. Tom Brady went home. Homecoming. He won. Tom Brady was a revenge. Sounds like a digestive issue from bad avocados. He passed Drew Brees for the most passing yards. Most passes, still Joe Namath. (laughs) Might have competition with Mr. Meyer, though. Yeah, that's right. Oh, we got to talk about that as well. Uh... Tom Brady also passed Brett Favre, most ever sacked quarterback. Uh, Favre's generous. He plays quarterback, but he also wants to show you how great his D is. (laughs) His sack is better, though, right? Wouldn't you say? (laughs) His sack is also – he's the only quarterback to deliver his own sack. That's the original joke. Uh Aha. Gronk out with four broken ribs and a punctured lung. I'm not a doctor, but that sounds serious. Probably can't cure that with rubbing it with vodka and a porn star, but it's worth the try. <laughs> it is worth the try. <laughs> the Bears are going to move to the suburb Arlington Heights, but at the current yardage rate, it could take 50 years. 
If I lived in Chicago, Arlington Heights wouldn't be far enough. Like, keep going west to Rockford, then go north till the cops ride horses and eat Tim Hortons. That's... <laughs> Oh shit! Was I think that it's gonna rain. Thunder at your house? It never happens. I don't think I've ever heard that since we've been here. That was incredibly loud. That, that was loud. No. That seems close. It's like, do we need to count the distance between the lightning and the thunder and hide under the bed? Dude, take cover. <laughs> it's about to go down out there. <laughs> Holy cow! All right, I'm I'm scanning. I'm trying to find a closing joke. All right, this one's. This one's corny, but if it works, I'm out. Jimmy Jimmy G looks like a knight in shining armor, but I like Lance a lot. Wow, that is clever. <laughs> that is clever. Not funny though. Not okay, funny, hold on. but clever. <laughs> All right, that's, that's fine. That's fine. All right, hold on. We're gonna find another one. It's a little funny. Uh, this one we've done. Sam Darnold. Ah, Sam Darnold leads the league with five rushing rushing touchdowns. He did successfully run away from the Jets. That's his best scramble all season. That was a good – that was a good – that's not it. Hold on. The Jets won. Is that a typo? And the Giants won? Wait, am I having a stroke? Does anyone else smell burning toast? <laughs> did both of those teams win? They did. They did, man. It's a New York comeback. <laughs> All right, let's segue out of out of jokes into the conversation. So, so the Jets and Giants won. Are they? I I'm not sure if I saw the lightning before the thunder, so I was ready for the thunder. Did you see the lightning? I did not. I don't think God likes these jokes. I don't think so either. <laughs> I guess we're not going to the dog park. <laughs> It never rains here. I mean, this is like a desert climate for the most part. Yeah. So it's really unusual to have rain in L.A. What a wacky day. But it's fun when it rains. We'll go out. You know, there's no Facebook anyway. We'll go out and run around the rain. <laughs> this is. Uh, Did they fix it? Are we all fixed with the Facebook? Uh, no. It's all wacky today with social media. Facebook and Instagram were down all day. In fact, you know, since it's so wacky, why don't I just run my joke by you again? Because I don't like the reaction I got pre-show. Oh, please do. I was totally <laughs> focused on something else. Give it, a, give it another shot. All right. Now that it's all teed up. Yeah. You got to feel good for the Browns being good after all these years because they've been down and out longer than Facebook. Boom. That's feels like a long time when you're a social media guy, <laughs> person know. with the, the thing and the phone. So that's the big closer. That's the closer. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got something. My, come on. Come on. It's it's my fault. I didn't have a All right. We got we got one here. All right. After a rough start to the season, Darius Leonard said, "This is a sick taste in my mouth." Hey, at least he doesn't have COVID. There you go. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's we can do close on that. The, we've, it's so wacky. Let's just do the second read that we've been trying to do for Daily Comedy News and give them a shout out. That was the two-minute drill. The two-minute drill was brought to you by Daily Comedy News, a podcast that starts with a recap of the late-night monologues then looks at what's happening in comedy. Keep up with Chappelle, Burr, Rogan, Marin, Economopolis, and all the greats. <laughs> This is the best show ever. Daily Comedy News. Ten minutes a day, seven days a week. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Also, maybe our last show ever. This is Gee, I wonder why I'm distracted. (laughs) This is so intense right now. (laughs) Which is I mean I feel like we should just leave you on here. I'm Ethan. coming back. Just All hang right. out with us for the rest of the show. Yeah. This show's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no problem. <clears throat> All right, tell me, tell me about the, um, tell me about the Ravens thing with the back and forth. What they went for it to, at the end of the game in garbage time, they wanted three yards or something to hold up. Is it a hundred yards rushing? like 48 of them in a row or something? It's something like that. Tell me the details. I think you have those basic facts correct, yeah. And they're going back and forth. The Broncos coach is all upset is because the Ravens, I guess, had an opportunity to kneel on it. Any other time, they would have kneeled on it to run out the clock, but I guess the idea was that the Ravens were interested in getting this 
<clears throat> this record and upholding this record of a hundred yards rushing throughout um, th- forty yards or forty games straight, like you just said, right? So that's what okay. they're all worried about. Um, so actually, I want to. I pulled up this clip. Let me see if I can share this real clip, real quick. We'll get <laughs> the Broncos coach on the screen here, and you'll hear from him. So he was annoyed the Ravens did this, and then Harbaugh had a response. Correct. So let me play the original clip here, see yeah, if it works. Can you hear? You can hear this. Right? Yeah, I thought it was kind of yeah. bullshit, but I expected it from them. You know, I've wow. Thirty-seven years in pro ball, I've never seen anything like that. So, but it was to be expected, and we expected it. Wow. Because I just know how they operate. You know, they. Wow. That's just that a, is, uh, you know, mode of operation there. Player safety is secondary. What? Uh, we didn't talk about it during the week, but I'm sure the players were aware of it. You guys made them well aware of it. The record he was talking about. Mm. You seem shocked is, a little bit. I am. That's jar, that's jarringly critical about of another coaching staff. I've never. I don't know if it's never, but that's really unusual to be that harsh. Um, and and really, did do you have the Harbaugh response as well? I don't, but he said something about like um, he was criticizing the Broncos because they were down by 16 points with 30 seconds and still throwing it in the end zone and trying to score. So he's saying like, right, that's a perfectly fair response. I yeah, think. I thought so, and it's like. And also, I guess they called three timeouts in the last 30 seconds or something like that. So, I mean, I I don't know if that's completely accurate, but it's if it's not, it's off by a little bit. They, but they call timeouts right. to save. Holy shit. But the Broncos were still <laughs> playing football, like, aggressively at the end of the game yeah. for no reason. Yeah, that's so he doesn't So ha- he doesn't have a leg to stand on. I mean, that's ridiculous to have – starters in there and throw the, throwing the ball deep in the end zone, you know, and then criticize the other coach for, you know, not caring about player safety. Ah, I'm with Harbaugh on this one. I, yeah. I mean, just stop them. Just win the game. I guess if you're, if you're saving the clock, then don't get mad if somebody else wants to run it. I mean, I, I get it. Like, right. It's like the unspoken rules. By the way, God is definitely a Broncos fan. He doesn't want any of this talk. Um, okay. And, and uh, the little one's going to bed. Nice. Yeah, my kid's scared, apparently. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you <show>. think? <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. Has she ever heard do- thunder like this before? I don't think she has. Yeah. I, it's funny. The dog is old enough now that he doesn't care anymore. <laughs> yeah. He's like, if it's my time, it's my time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm but, with Harbaugh. That's, yeah. I mean, I, I understand Harbaugh's point of view too. I saw a little bit of that interview at the end where he based his basic point was these kind of things are important to players and staff and it's a cool record and we're three yards away, you know, like I, I want the players and staff to know that I've got their backs and that's an important team thing. And, you know, like I think that's a defensible. Th- it's not like they did it over and over and over again for some obscure thing. It was like they're three yards away. There's seven seconds. You know, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, it's like one of those unwritten rules things. You know, I think the only comparison I can have is is with basketball. Like when when one team is down by a lot with very little time left, it's like. The idea is you should just, if you're the winning team, you're winning by a lot, you should just take a shot clock violation and not take another shot, right? Right. And just run it's out a the clock. Thing. It's courtesy. It's not running up the score. But it's but it's not like they threw a bomb and scored a touchdown just to be assholes. They needed three yards. It's not like it changes the score or the outcome or anybody even really notices until there's an explanation about it later. I think know? the reason why it's also a big problem is somebody got hurt on the play, I think. Oh, is that right? We got to get some details. Yeah. So it's a, well, you don't come here for just the facts, you know. We're we're the jokes. <laughs> we're the we're the jokes guys, right? So we're in the we're in the area of being correct. Uh, yeah, this is the Daily Show, not the not CNN. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
<laughs> but yeah. Um, but that's an interesting exchange. I mean, I, I guess I can understand both sides, but I am, I was a little taken aback because I had not seen the clip of the, of the Broncos coach. That was a little harsh. I don't know. Yeah. But it does take away from the fact that the Broncos lost for the first time against a quality opponent. Yeah. I mean, they were three and oh, everyone's like, Oh, the Broncos are undefeated. Like, hold on. Jags, jets, giants. Right. <laughs> there are three. They, their opponents were a collective 0 and 9. Mm-hmm. But I think if they, if they had a couple bounces go the other way and or comes the Teddy Bridgewater was still in this game, they could have won it, you know. Yeah, I saw the lightning that oh, time. It didn't come. There it is. According to the poltergeist theory, I got plenty of time. <laughs> you, you did a silent count there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's oh, that a pretty big gap. We're all right here. I can see sun that way. That's how wacky this is. This feels like a Florida, a Florida thunderstorm. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It's raining behind me, and it's sunny over there. So mm-hmm. oh, this man. will be over soon. Well, in case this Pro- is your last show, your last day on Earth, uh, give me a give me a prediction for uh, the the Falcons Jets in London. Did we lose you? That's incredible. I'm back. I'm back. Oh, back. I thought I thought I lost you, but I guess you lost me. Give me I give me a prediction for and there was a dramatic pause. I thought you were just pausing for <laughs> I thought you were really building it up. I was kind of leaning in like, "Oh, I can't wait to hear." Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's not going to be that dramatic. But let me see if I can dress it up. Um I got a a little jingle for you to tee it up. The best part of waking up is Falcons versus the Jets in London. <laughs> Andreas is going. He, I already checked with him. He's going to be our Falcons correspondent. He's going. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I told him to take some pictures and maybe we can do a quick interview with him and see what's going on over there. Yeah, let's do that. Your prediction. Yeah. Falcons versus Jets, London. What's going to happen? Boy, that's a good question. I guess the Jets have a little life in them. I don't know. They're not good, though, right? The Falcons are better than the Jets. If you're looking at power rankings, uh, Falcons by six. Oh, okay. Right? Six higher in the power rankings, or they're going to win by six? They win by six points. Not a touchdown, but more than a field goal. Somewhere in there. Okay. They're... The Jets are still new. They're all young. That quarterback doesn't know what he's doing yet. He's got mm-hmm. a good arm, but yep. he's going to be wild. And <laughs> The Falcons are going to win by <laughs> a little bit. But it might be a high-scoring game, right? Both defenses are terrible, right? Uh, that's what I thought was going to happen with uh, the Browns and, Min- and the Vikings this week. I was And Baker put up seven points for my fantasy team. So oh. that didn't work. Thirty-one to twenty-five, Falcons, something like that. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I've got a, uh, I got a which comes first for you. Oh, all right. But well, now it's time for which comes first. Oh yes, it's time for which comes first. Now tell me, will this happen before that happens? It's time for which comes first. All right, we're hearing some talk about Tom Brady uh, doing a contract extension in the off season. Oh. He's already this. This is his second year. Oh. He's already got a third year in the with the Broncos already on the books. He's talking about a contract extension with the Bucks, right? And we're not sure what's happening with Aaron Rodgers. We've had some talk that he's gonna oh. this is, he's gonna move on to another team. Mm-hmm. So here's my question: mm-hmm. Which comes first, mm. Tom Brady retirement, Aaron Rodgers retirement? Oh, Rogers could just up and disappear next year. It wouldn't totally shock anybody. He could. That's why it's a wild card. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, but, but probably he plays longer, right? I think he's more likely to retire first. 
before Brady. Surprise but... retiring? He's got more surprise retire yeah, upside. <laughs> Brady's going to want the uh, the big parade, the farewell tour. All that. He's going to want he's going to want everybody to know that it's his last year and mm-hmm. I, or or maybe I got it wrong, but that's my instinct. Rodgers is more likely to go to the woods and only appear on the Pat McAfee show. <laughs> That's a funny image. I li- I'll buy that. Right? Yeah, I think you're right. I think I think we landed on the right answer. I think uh, it's tricky because Rodgers is more likely to surprise retire either next year or the year after that. It's like, ah, ah, I got a job. I'm I'm hosting a thing, and I'll tell you all about it next month. Yeah. That wouldn't shock me. Kostaki Duck. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I'm counting in my head. (laughs) (laughs) I think we could go to a park that direction. We could go that way. (laughs) So I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers retires before Tom Brady. I think that's, that's my final answer. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's interesting. I think. Yeah, I, you, you make a, you make a good point. I, I I'm going to pick Brady. I think, but I it's close. And you're right. I think a surprise retirement by uh, Rogers would be more likely. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Should we skip into kudos just in case this is the end of the uh, thing? Yeah, we better hop to it. <laughs> Oh, here's a joke one on the way to the real one. Uh, kudos to uh, Eminem for getting into the Super Bowl. Uh, first guy from Detroit to see a Super Bowl. Congratulations. A lot of kudos. <laughs> um, all right. So last week, the kudos were to the uh, to the Rams for ending this sort of inevitability about the Bucks, right? Yeah. This Alabama, like they're going to be the thing. And uh, and then this week, and then all week, we're like, oh, the Rams are the best team in the league. And then this week, the Cardinals crushed the Rams. It wasn't close for the whole game. Yeah, yeah. And Kyler Murray had some crazy four or five touchdown game yet again. So my kudos are to Kyler Murray and the Cardinals for keeping the parity in the league and a team that didn't look that good last year suddenly looking fantastic this year. Kudos to you guys. A lot of kudos. Very nice, man. And uh, it's funny that kudos – I heard in a post-game interview come out of the mouth of Dak Prescott. He gave kudos to some of his teammates, and I was like, hmm, I wonder if we can count him as a listener. <laughs> That's nice. I like the word kudos. It, it needs to be. It needs to come back into the culture. Let's, we'll do our part. Yeah, it really does. It, it pops. When you hear it, you go, kudos. Yeah. Who oh, says kudos? some kudos. Yeah. Um, so my, my taps on the back this week – I mean, it's just all all about me, my fantasy team, and the Giants this week. Everything's great. It's all gravy. So uh, it comes back to me, but he is the guy I named my team after. So it's got a little bit more juice behind it. You know what I'm going to say. Mr. Debo Samuel taps on the back. Taps on the back. For Every year, there's one of these one of these guys that leaps off the page from the from a draft capital point of view in fantasy, where you're like that guy, that's the guy going bananas. He got, I got him in like the seventh round. Yeah, it's amazing what he's doing. I think it's fun to watch. I just hope he can stay healthy, man. That guy, I, he runs like uh, it could be his last run, which is fun. <laughs> it's does. fun to watch. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Debo. I managed to get him on none of them. I, I have four teams, and I like that guy. And I don't have him on any of them, but I root for him. He's good. I yeah. agree. Rescued my team from from the jaws of defeat. Put up 40 points, <laughs> two touchdowns. One of them was a garbage time touchdown, I think. But uh, that first one should That first one was a garbage touchdown. I don't know if you saw <laughs> that pass. That was... <laughs> I can't believe that ended in a score. It was just a horrific throw by Lance. But he's gonna, uh, yeah, he's gonna run with Lance for at least a week or two because Garoppolo's hurt. 
Yeah. Garoppolo sounded sad about it all. I, he might be even more hurt than we know yet. We'll see. Or he's just hurt enough to lose his job in two weeks and never see him again. <laughs> also possible. I like your 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 joke about uh, Garoppolo where he's told to sit over there. The look pretty is implied. Yeah, that's right. That's he got hurt, so he had to just sit over there. Look pretty is implied. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You just yeah. pre- you just preface that with like, oh, that Garoppolo, he's so handsome. You know, he got hurt. You know, he's you handsome. Go. We're just writing. He jokes looks like on a knight, but I like Lance a lot. I like Lance a lot. That joke's not worth doing twice. I barely said it the first time. <laughs> no, it's good. I like that. One. <laughs> I like Lance. A lot, <laughs> sir. So is all right. So I have a question for you: Is yeah. Lance going to be? Because in fantasy, like a buddy of mine in fantasy, uh, dropped. Um, oh man, my, my head went blank. The quarterback for the Bears that we that we always talk about, Justin Fields, dropped Justin Fields to pick up Trey Lance as sort of his second banana guy on the season, kind of thing. Is that the right choice? Is Lance going to be – which one of those guys is going to be more fantasy relevant? Lance has a shot now but might lose it again. And Fields has looked terrible for two games but flashes of great and definitely has a better shot at being the starter. Fantasy-wise, like Lance is at least a short thing for one week, maybe two. At least. And Lance is it's a higher percentage of his activities are running, which is kind of the – the cheat code for fantasy quarterback, right? Yeah, is that true? He runs more than uh, Fields? Well, traditionally, like when he was in college, he had much bigger rushing stats. And so far, the Niners are letting him use that skill set more than the Bears are letting Fields do it. Yeah. That could change going forward, but that's the question because – they both have really big high upside in fantasy if everything kind of falls the right way. But so far it hasn't really fallen that way for Fields at least. And 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 also Fields is on a team where they probably are more likely to just let the rookie play it out. The Niners are Super Bowl worthy, maybe, you know. So I don't yeah, I guess that all depends on performance, right? I mean yeah, long term, I don't, I, I don't know. But if we're just talking fantasy, like right now, the guy needs a couple of victories. Uh, you got, yeah, I would prefer Lance. Yeah, time will tell with Chicago because I mean the way that Nagy's talking, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He doesn't know what to do. Right. So yeah, right. He's talking about Dalton being the starter when he's healthy again, and it's like, bro, we know what we have with Andy Dalton. You have a 500 team at best. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Dalton is – We nothing's more clear in the world than what – Dalton is the 41st best quarterback in the world. Correct. Yeah, which is fine. It's, uh, that's 41st best in the world at something that hyper-competitive. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, which you could probably say Fields is right there with him now, but like next year he'll be in the 20s, maybe the teens. Right, that's right. So yeah, so if you, if it's your if your ass is on the line as the coach this year, you still you still go with the kid, right? Because at least you're taking your shot. I would think so, unless for some reason management or something thinks that Andy Dalton's the answer, and maybe that's why he's tiptoeing around everything. They quietly are strong arming him. It could be, or he just doesn't think Justin's ready and. If we lose 10 games, I'm fired. <laughs> <laughs> right. Who right. knows? I mean, he's, he's definitely in a, in a tough spot, even if you disagree with what he's doing. You can see how it's complicated for him. Oh, of course. But it's not like that's this year's problem. This is, this is the end of the problem that's been going on for years. So, yeah, all these guys, I feel for all of them. It's, it's tricky to the, – the pressure and the bright lights to win, 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 win now, it's just – Man, you better not you better not blow it when you get your chance. It's a tough business. <laughs> yeah, I think that yeah, it's tough to balance the new draft picks. I, I even saw it like yesterday with the Giants who finally saw uh Kadarius Tony catch oh, a right. few balls. Like he hadn't really done anything. 
And right. Well, finally, like, you got some space. All the other guys were hurt, right? I, I think Ethan liked catch a few balls. Uh, that's no. <laughs> Why is his name Kadarius Toby? Oh, Kadarius Tony. Yeah. Oh, Tony. That's yeah. a great name. That's a good name. Kadarius yeah, I, Tony. Yeah, I like that name. He had a. He yeah. went to. He went to Florida. I got a built-in bias against him. Oh yeah, I see. We do have uh, a <laughs> Ojale though. We got your your Georgia boy Ojale. Oh okay. And uh, we've got a, a we got a receiver, uh, Alamade Zacchaeus. That's a pretty great name. I think we're due for a a, a, a name game, an interesting name game. Those are some great oh. names flying out of out of you. Yeah, that's right. We can do that. <laughs> we can do that as a quiz. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's like there's there's this temptation you want to bring all the toys out and play, but maybe they're not ready, right? So I don't know yeah, what it course. was. Why didn't we see Kadarius Tony? He looks like Antonio Brown for Christ's sake. Well, he's I mean he's he's got the serious draft capital in the real NFL. Yeah. I mean that's a first round pick mm-hmm. and a pick that uh, Urban Meyer was like, "Don't! How come we couldn't get him?" You yeah. know, he actually said that, which is a weird thing to say after you draft a different person. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like that's almost like too candid. But well, I think with with that in particular, right? Like it's obvious they everybody knew that he was taking Trevor Lawrence number one overall, right? Yes. Right. So like, there's okay, whatever. It's not it's not a slight to Kadarius. No, no, no. It's a slight to Etienne, who is who he had to settle on oh, because right. Kadarius was drafted ahead of him. Gotcha. Um, which oh, is a weird. I see. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I, I mean, it's fine. We're all grown ups. I get it. You know, I it's professional business. But it does that one struck me as a little like, ah, hey, you probably could have just not said that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And he had a couple things this weekend he probably could have not done and been better off too. Some weird judgment, yeah. If you didn't see it, I it's worth it's like a four second clip of a little pretty blonde thing grinding on. Uh, oh, oh, jeez! And I I saw I heard the clip. Uh, today of him apologizing for the distraction and in the middle of sort of talking about how it affects the team and whatever he's like yeah and my family yeah they were unhappy (laughs) i can imagine this the the screaming that he has to endure for that little ditty oh yeah it was like it was like a three quarters lap dance you know like he wasn't fully sitting but that's pretty much what it was it's hard to watch Oh, uh, Urban, stop it. Some stuff just popped up on the comments here, so I don't know. We we don't know who was watching or who wasn't today because of what was going on with social media, but uh, if we're not addressing it because we didn't see anything. The stuff really just popped up, so that's, that's why we, we don't have any interaction with the live uh, watchers today. Weird day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. I can see the comments now, but I didn't see them till just now. Yeah, social media is weird today. That's it's a bigger problem than what we could we could fix. <laughs> uh, I'm just happy to still be alive. Yeah, that's all. this is a good one. I I got a thunderstorm. My kid's sick. It's been a crazy. <laughs> it's been a crazy uh, couple of hours around here. But it's great to talk to you guys and to tell some jokes and talk football for a few minutes. It's always a pleasure. Yeah. Hey, for those of you watching, if you actually are on social media, we encourage you to listen as well. Maybe you just popped in. You've never seen this. We're everywhere you get your podcasts, and we're free every Monday. Uh, into the podcast ear holes by Tuesday mornings. Um, and if you're listening and you've never watched, we invite you to do the opposite. Come join us live on Facebook and Twitter uh, on the All, All Pro Lines platforms, live on Mondays, 7.30 Eastern, right before the Monday night games. Um, and you can pop in and ask questions, and sometimes it becomes an arc of the conversation in the pod. So we appreciate you guys and if you and if you listen and you're a fan and you listen every every Tuesday or so uh we encourage you to get inside the huddle and there's a bonus episode every single week so check that out on Patreon and uh thanks for following along everybody come join us on social media at all pro lines on all the all the platforms we're we're doing jokes and memes and fill in the blanks it's uh it's fun get interactive yes indeed raiders and chargers who's winning tonight Man, these are both good teams. I think. Are, are we wrong? Those are those are both 
These are both top 12 teams. I don't think the Raiders are for real. I think the Chargers are going to take them down. They win by 17 tonight. Oh, shit. The number on your chest. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, oh. I think the Chargers win, but barely. 17 tonight. Lots of, lots of fantasy output tonight. Lots of points all over the board. It'll be fun to watch. That's my prediction. My prediction. Go teams. Hope, hope you get what you want, everybody. Yes, sir. All right, man. Let's do this again next week, shall we? Sounds good. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks for watching, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll see you later. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 